looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, my friend? And if I was any better, I'd be twins. The sun is finally shining in Greensboro. Uh, I had a great workout. We've got a, a VQ tomorrow morning. We're going to celebrate a guy. Uh, guys in Natville are finally getting geared up for Grill Ruck 26. Uh, just got news that I'm now going to be able to be in attendance in the form of uh, a heckler on the sidelines. But I love my Grill Ruck crew, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be able to be there in, in a, a little bit more than just spirit. So it's been a good one. How about you? Well, I'll tell you, I'm a little bit exhausted from this morning's workout. We'll talk about that a little bit as we uh, introduce our guests today. Uh, but I'll tell you, anytime competition is involved, a lot of times guys up the ante. And because of that, it's uh, it's rolling into, gosh, it's it's tough to keep my eyes open as I head into meetings this afternoon because it was a pretty <laughs> tough one. With that being said, uh, I want to make a mention of something from last week before we jump into the, the meeting today. And Tommy Boy, I didn't tell you about this, but I saw it come through this morning. F3 Louisville took our M challenge and has rolled out a UVU M challenge in the month of March. So the object of the game is at some point during the month of March, plan a date for you and the M. Don't tell her about it. Set up the night, arrange for childcare, do something completely unexpected. Also, I knew how you like to add a foot. If I knew how to add a footnote in WordPress, I would put it here to remind you, like a ninja, make sure she doesn't already have plans for you. Next, take her on a date. Show her the best time that she's had since before you were married. Then call them home and do whatever. If you need some help, maybe play some Al Green. Uh, the final thing, uh, this is the important part. Write her a backblast. But Bird, what is this backblast you speak of? And he gave an example. So... Louisville has taken the challenge worth trying, and they are having the month of March. The guys are going to do a uh, an M challenge to take their wives out on a date. So, for the that tens is, of listeners we have, that Louisville is freaking heard. outstanding. Yeah, kudos to you guys. And actually, I will be when this drops. I will be roaming the uh, the district that we call Louisville. And so, fellas, I'll be looking for you for a week workout this weekend. Uh, as I'm there for a ginormous volleyball tournament for the 2.0. So well done, gentlemen. That makes Papa proud, <laughs> especially it. the Al That's Green. You know, right. you know what the uh, sexiest two animals in the barnyard are, don't you? Oh, brown chicken, brown cow? Brown chicken, brown, <laughs> brown cow. cow. Got it. All right. Oh, man, this is, this is once again off the rails. Let's jump into the point of today's uh, message, and that's QVQ Challenge. A lot of our guys are looking for CSOPs or challenges or things worth trying. That's why we call it the Stuff Worth Trying podcast. And I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. His name is Byron Nash. We call him River Rat. He uh, straddles the line between the Fort region in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and the Rock region in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Literally, his neighborhood is on the river that divides those two. And he has come up with something. This is year two of the QVQ challenge. So River Rat, in typical F3 fashion... Tell us about yourself. How'd you get your name? What does it stand for? And then we'll jump into the QVQ. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so my name is River Rat. I've been posting since 2015. And um, I got my name from my outdoor activities. I do a lot of kayaking and anything in the woods or on the water is, is kind of my jam. So that's kind of what I do. Um, but I've been pretty active and enjoying F3 since his boy back then and try to try to get on the trails as much as I can so Tommy boy you know this is always an awkward thing to tell another guy when you see him outside of the gloom but River Rat you look different 
with uh, with clothes on, with regular, with workout, <laughs> with non-workout clothes on. Yes, I'm not wearing my the, usual tights. There it is. It's one of those things that's always awkward when you say it to somebody in the grocery store or at church or someplace. You look different with clothes on, because then people automatically assume. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What I meant was workout clothes for those who are keeping notes at home. So, <laughs> Tommy Boyd, that's our buddy River Rat. Um, this QVQ challenge has been a pretty cool thing. Start us off with a question for uh, for River Rat. What do you think? Yeah, I dig it, man. And uh, kudos to you as well for for reaching out and sharing with us because you know this is what this podcast is all about. Italian job, hit on it quickly. But uh, you know, stuff worth trying is is stuff worth sharing. So uh, I applaud the fact that you reached out and told us a little bit about the QBQ challenge. But <clears throat> we know what it is for the guys that are listening in. Why don't you share what, in fact, the QVQ challenge is? Yeah, so I, I can't take credit for coming up with the idea completely. I think that they somebody in the fort had run it um, before, and so I asked a couple of questions. There was a couple of guys like Hardwood and Bobber up there were trying to get me to do something like that. For the I run a site called the Joint Operations Command. Start back with that. So the Joint Operations Command is a it's a Rock Hill AO, but it was started by some guys years ago with the intent to bring the two regions together because it's um, close to the border, like like he said, it's on a neighborhood that's very close to the river that divides the two regions. So we've kind of always prided ourselves on having queues from both regions, you know, all throughout the year. But the I looked into the queue versus queue idea just a way is to get some extra invigoration into the site that um, because of its location, kind of being in between the two. Most of the population center for Rock Hill is kind of on the other side of town. We didn't typically get huge numbers at this AO, but um, I just saw a good potential to kind of bring some guys out for a, an event. And so I started reading some of the ways that people had done some Q versus Q in the past and then just sort of take a lot of good ideas from that and took some, added some new ideas. But basically the, um, the Q versus Q is where you have two different Qs usually from, um, could be two different areas or could be the same area, face off against each other in some manner by sharing the Q during a workout. And then you have the packs do some kind of voting system to determine who the winner is. So that's a, that's kind of the basic fundamental. The way we've done it over the past two years is I have I invite four queues from each region. Well, I have a, a queue from each region from each um, on each day, and they each get two 10-minute blocks of time to uh, do their workout. I, I do a five minute warm up, and then one guy go 10 minutes, next guy goes 10 minutes, we go back and forth. And at the end we vote and we see who the winner is. And so um, last last year and this year, March has five weeks. So the fifth week, the finals week. So I take the winner of each of the four weeks and pit all four of them against each other and in a mind blowing, each guy gets 10 minutes, just turns into four workouts in 45 minutes. Um, finals and so we kind of have winner we have a trophy and um but the main thing is everybody has a good time it's a great way to connect each other together you already answered my question in the back of my head because i was wondering you know me trying to cheat the system i would just queue last to make sure that uh whatever <laughs> they got dealt beforehand uh was wasn't going to last past my workout so i would just automatically win but the 10 the 10 minutes on 10 minutes off back and forth is brilliant so i'll, yeah. I'll give you a rundown go ahead Go ahead, River. Yeah, no, Sorry, yeah, about go, that. No, no, go ahead. This morning, uh, River Rat did our warm up, and it was a, a, a solid warm up to get us going. And immediately, we jumped into uh, Tinker Toy, who had the first ten minutes, 
and just started crushing us with every variation of burpees that you can imagine, which was great joy. He transitioned a little bit early. As a matter of fact, I don't think he transitioned it over. I think what happened next was Tesh took it from him and, uh, and he brought an additional 10 minutes of pain, which also included surprising burpees of different varieties went back to tinker toy and went back you know we played this game back and forth and at the end it was difficult to hold the phone up to do the name arama we all felt it um so i've got a question for you river rat how do you choose a cue from each region do you try to match up based on age based on you know what kind of workouts they tend to lead how did you match up for instance how did you match up tinker toy and tesh from the two regions this morning uh, it's a bit of a, I mean, if you've ever tried to schedule a meeting with a bunch of people at work, it's, it's a little bit complicated like that. So a lot, a lot of times when I start finding out the cues, I, I'll either have people in mind when I come into it or I'll start asking around. Like this year, I, I let the guys who were the cues last year weigh in on who they thought, you know, at least I took their input and get some ideas of who to tap. Um, and I just, some guys have date conflicts, you know, so I'll say, hey, I need you for March. Which dates can you not do? And then usually that gets me about 50% of the way there. And then I start thinking about who would be two guys that kind of would pair off well together. And I know both Tesh and Tinker Toy are kind of legendary for their beatdowns. So I thought it'd be good to put them together. You know, next week we have um, even the ones younger than the other, we kind of, kind of skew a little younger on their age there. Um, I did originally have um, two respects one week this time but one of them had to bow out for schedule changes so i was excited about maybe having a, a respect week pair off um so that's you know sometimes it's like that sometimes it's just people say hey, i can't make these weeks but i can do this week and so that pushes in there and i just kind of shuffle and you know see what works but if i can pair them up like that i'll do i try to get people together that i think are going to bring interesting dynamics well, are everybody you uh, plays? Uh, everybody plays nicely. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do. Yeah, it, it's just trying to compress. If you ever done a queue, you know, you're trying to get everything done in 45 minutes. But then if you try to cut that in half and then cut it in half again, it's really challenging. Like I really handed to the queues to try to fit that in, and it, it's it just ends up being a ridiculous smoke fest because they're in a hurry <laughs> to get to their. Each queue is like, oh, I got to get to this parking lot. So we all take off running and do all this stuff really fast. And like, oh, time's up. I'm run back here. And it's just, it ends up being really fast paced um, um, on the workouts. It's really hard. It how do you keep track of, how do you keep ahead. track of the time? How do you know when somebody's time is up? Are you trusting their watches or do you keep a, a running clock going? How do the guys know when their time is up? Yeah, so I've been using a kind of like a Tabata style interval timer. And so I give myself five minutes. I do 10 minutes for each guy. And I have a series of beeps or warnings. Um, I try to give some audibles out when we're about a minute or 30 seconds away. Today, when they went a little rogue on me. And uh, the second the second cue, about a minute from the end of the other guy's time, he just took off running. And everybody just started following him. So um, but they were cool with it. And then I think they, they made up for it on the other side. So um you know, it depends. Sometimes we have to prompt them and sometimes they just take off running. But I think maybe starting next week, I might build in, I might subtract from the workout and build in 30 seconds of kind of transition to let, sometimes people want to use a particular section of the AO and the other guy wants to use a different section. So you have to kind of help them manage that. And, and I let them decide who goes first. And I encourage them to work together on, most of the guys are fairly flexible with what they're doing. So if they kind of say, well, I'm going to be over here, they, they can kind of 
you know, plan their workout a little bit to where they're, they end up in the right section. So we're not having to run the packs all over the place in super limited time. So you talked a little bit about uh, like a March Madness bracket style, right? So how are, how are you keeping score? Like, what does that look like? Is it how many, how many buckets of uh, Merlot you're filling or, or <laughs> what is that? That'd be a good, that would be a good way to do it. Um, no, so I've, I've changed the scoring system up just a little bit as far as the mechanics this year, but I, I score on three categories. And so we have difficulty, creativity, and usage of the AO. And mm-hmm. then um, I'm using this same three categories last year and this year, and that's worked pretty well. Um, it also lets you see a little bit of granularity for what the packs liked. You know, they might, they might, you might see like, oh, this guy got way more votes for difficulty, but this guy got way more votes for creativity. So it's just interesting. And I just tally all the votes up. Um, and so last year I, I printed out little paper ballots and I handed out pens and pencils and stuff to everybody. It got a little bit hard to track down, you know, 30 pieces of paper and count them up while everybody was doing announcements. Um, and also people would sometimes write like they either wouldn't vote enough times or they would vote too many times. I had that happen a lot because a lot of the guys don't want somebody to, you know, like we had several guys comment today that, man, both of those were great. They tied you know, but we can't have a tie. So um, this time what I did was I put little jars out and gave everybody three little beads or little marbles. And they, that way they, they don't have any extra to vote. They have to vote. And, um, and that way the counting ended up being straight. So I just used a whiteboard today, write everything down. It's a lot faster to do it that way than the, the paper last year. I like it. If tiebreaker, you could always go to like, who needs, how many guys need help off the toilet six hours later? <laughs> so I'm just going to throw that out there as a helpful suggestion. Yeah, we, we've you know, come close to having a tie. We have not had one yet. <laughs> nice. One of the things that uh, River Rat you do afterwards is you kind of do an audio backblast, so to speak, of, hey, here's a rundown of how things went today, uh, which you've done for each one of these for the past couple of years now. Mm-hmm. You've, you've kept that running. But for the guys who don't make it out, it gives them an opportunity to say, oh, wow, that was really close. I need to be there next week to support my guy. And with, mm-hmm. and here's something I've noticed, River Rat, and, and you've probably seen it too. A lot of times, or at least last year, it felt like they were toting the company line. I'm going to vote for my guy in my region, or I'm going to vote for my guy in my region. But today, I don't think that was the case at all. I think it really came down to the guys saying, this guy was more creative. This guy used the AO a little bit better, and this guy's workout was was more challenging because when you write it out on that that whiteboard, mm-hmm. it was easy to see, you know, where the guys scored the highest. And today, the vote was only the, the winner only won by two, so it was really close considering there were fifteen guys there. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I think the vote the categories do help a lot. They just and the whiteboard's going to help this year because last year I would have to post those numbers later. And I would, sometimes I would do that in a, a video. I do try to do a video every time after everybody leaves or I get home, I just kind of recap what's going on because I'm trying to keep the excitement high and get more people out next time. And, and also I try to goad the two regions a little bit into, like I, I posted something on the Slack channel for the Rock Hill guys. I said, hey, today Fort Mill had 10 guys and Rock Hill only had five. You know, can we, can we switch that next week? You know, can we get them? So Last, that worked a little bit last year, trying to get, sometimes we'd show up and one of the regions would be a little, bit, little less represented, you know. The, uh, Calling guys the, out to pack their bags for the guilt trip. It's usually a, a brilliant tactic to get more participation. I also yes. like the idea of the creativity with um, use of the AO, right? Because, you know, you could spend enough time on the interwebs and come up with a, a very difficult workout and guys who have queued quite a bit and have a legacy 
can always slap together something brutal. You know, nothing shuts up a pack mm-hmm. like a bear crawl around the perimeter of a soccer pitch. But um, the idea of using an AO, I think, is, is brilliant because not only do guys get new ideas from that, but the the concept of how to, how to build a great workout with what you have. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's always, it's, I think everybody listening to this has, has probably run past a, a paid gym and done monkey humpers in front of the window. Right. Um, but just the, the idea of knowing that with a cinder block and a pair of gloves that you can get a solid full body workout or, you know, a track and a creative mind, um, mm-hmm. and just seeing guys come up, I, I would imagine seeing guys come up with ideas, especially this being the second year over last year has got to be fun. Um, mm-hmm. And kudos to you for staying on top with backblasts and um, shouting guys out. And, you know, I, I know backblasts have a tendency to ebb and flow, but man, when well-written, um, that's the secret sauce to, to what keeps a guy coming back to F3. Um, if yeah. Even if he's removed from the fellowship because he's on the IR, he can still hop online, check out what his boys are up to and, and, and give him kudos. So well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so since this is the next year, the following year, right? What, what did last year's results look like? And not just, you know, who won, but, you know, did you see attendance gains? Um, what happens when you start to cross those regions together? What, what, what did that look like? Yeah, so I feel like last week year was really, really well received. Um, a guy named Johnny Utah, who's quite a specimen and um, probably should have won going into it. <laughs> Anybody has ever worked out with the guy, but he would be a sure, surefire bet to win. Um, so he was our winner last year. But um, I think everybody was really encouraged last year since we do have the benefit of the two regions coming together. It, um, it was just really fun to see guys meeting people they had met before, exchanging phone numbers, you know, nice. coming together. Um, I counted up the numbers last year. So we had 15 the first week, 20 the second, 15 the third, 18, and then 41 was the final week, which is great. Because this, this is an AO that is one of those AOs that gets on a normal kind of day, you get two, three guys come out. You know, so it's wow. It's small, so that's a convergence and a half right there. Yeah. So it's a to get those kind of numbers at this AO is is unique. It's not, and so that was it was very successful in my plan there, and also got a lot of people to see that AO, and it's it's a that's a, some great space and great options there. It's a very pretty location, a lot of a lot of room to move around and things to do there. So um, I think to get people a chance to say, oh, I should come out here more, you know, and so get a little boost like that as well but my main goal just is always to bring people together i'm not very competitive by nature and so the competition part is not as important for me as the part of just seeing those two guys that haven't met each other before working out together and and forming a bond or people that hadn't seen each other in a while you know that joy when they get this chance to see one of their brothers out there you know that that's that's really cool and special um and so that's really fun so i'm hoping we can just continue to do that this year, you know, have that same. It seems so far, everybody was really stoked today. It was a lot of mumble chatter, and, and it was it was good. So yeah, in between the uh, the difficulty in breathing and complaining about the number of burpees, there was quite a bit of mumble chatter. I saw several guys who were from different regions talking to each other. I've never even heard of this exercise before. I'm definitely doing this one when, when I go back. And there was a lot of learning opportunities today. I I've worked out with both groups every week. And I saw some exercises I've never done before. And uh, I will bring those back. By the way, Tommy Boy, have you ever done Moroccan nightclubs while laying on your chest? Uh, n- no. And it well, sounds diabolically creative. Uh, yeah. I've done, I don't know what it's called, but you bring your arms 
out and like lock your thumbs behind your back while you're on your chest. It, it's kind of like a flying bird thing. But I already I hate Moroccan nightclubs, not even the real thing, but also just standing up. So yeah. well done. Try try it from your uh, from your chest and mix in some overhead claps from your chest. I didn't realize that was going to burn us up like it did. Nor did I realize that something called a pogo stick. Do you know this one? Mm-mm. You yeah. stand on one foot and jump up and down at 20 count cadence. And then you switch feet. Never heard of it. And then the guys were like, this is hard. I don't like this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and it, it seems like, you know, middle school, elementary school games. And nah, man, it was <laughs> it was intense. So River Rat, I've got amazing. It, it really is. Uh, do you have any pointers for any other regions that want to try this? Um, just anything, lessons learned that you know guys should think about? Yeah, I guess the thing I would try is to like I marketed it pretty heavy. Um, I was trying to start really early, um, both at the COT and also trying to get in the newsletters. Um, I tried to make you know material like whether it's like posting pictures or making animated gifs or anything like that, um, or did the videos, you know, that, that kind of stuff. I think just anything, any kind of media you can put out there on the channel, whatever channel your region uses, I think that's to get it in people's minds early. Um, if you have the opportunity to do like we're doing and have, you know, you're, you have an AO that's close to another region that you can pull people in, it's a great way to, you know, try to get some interaction between two close by regions. If you have just a, a big enough region to handle it, it's you know, just a good way to get everybody it's different you know a lot of guys respond to competition so um i think the marketing is important um, i think being organized with your calendar and getting that stuff set up pretty early is really important um and being well documented about everything so that it's you know because you, you're not careful you could double book somebody or somebody could cancel the last minute you're having to fill it in um i do think the voting system with the tokens is working better than the paper so I would lean that way, you know, come up with your own categories or however you want to do it. Um, one thing I did this year that I think is, was helpful is I did a preview week, the last week in February, right before we started. And I invited anybody to come out, but specifically invited the, the cues that were going to be on the schedule. And so half of them came. So I, I was happy with that. And I just took them on a tour of the whole site. We got a good workout in, but we, we hit all the different areas. Cause I think last year, some of the people that queued maybe hadn't been to the site very much. And so our, our range is a little more limited compared to you know, what the AO has to offer. So I tried to really show off some different options. And I feel like today we, we got around a good bit and saw some different things, um, which I like to see because the creativity and the variability of F3 workouts is something that's always been really important to me that you don't know what you're getting into. You're coming to the workout and you don't, it's, it's a little bit of chaos. It's a little bit of having to adapt to varying surfaces and techniques and all kind of stuff. So the more you throw at people, I think the more interesting it becomes. Yeah, and then like you said, like having the back blast and stuff after the fact is really fun. Trying to keep that stuff good so everybody can read about it and hear about it. That's that's important. So, and River Rat, you do something really neat at the end of the workout. As you're counting up the, the votes, you kind of designate a guy to, hey, take the announcements for me. Can you handle the announcements? And that way you can focus on the counting because you can't do both. Uh, you're a smart guy, but I don't know if you can count those while doing the announcements. Um, but that's a good idea is to kind of designate a guy who can kind of, in your absence as a site queue, as you're tallying up the mm -hmm. votes to kind of take over the announcement portion or prayer requests or the COT mm -hmm. and then, you know, giving everybody the results after we've closed everything out. Yeah. Just trying to keep it moving. Cause you know, I, I don't want it to, take until 6 30 
you know, guys got to go to work or something like that. Um, but we wrap up at six around at our, at our workout. So, you know, I try to keep the normal flow and timing pretty close to what a normal workout would be. Um, with that, so just everybody waiting around for me to do everything myself. You know, just delegate out the parts that I have to. Delegation is a great thing, man. <laughs> As is shared <laughs> yes. leadership. Well played. Yes. Yes. Well, River, I appreciate it, man. I, I just, you know, it, it's funny. Every time I think that I've seen all there is to see in, in F3, and I've been active for seven years, um, somebody else comes up with something great. Um, I'm not going to say that Moroccan nightclubs lying on your face is a great thing, but it's a new thing to me. So well done. Uh, anybody else that's out there whose kids have convinced them to get on TikTok like mine have, look up the broom challenge. Uh, I can't think of his name, but the dude that does Athlean X, you can also look him up on YouTube. Uh, you hold a broom behind your back and you thread it between your uh, elbows behind your back and then out the other elbow get down on the ground lie down on your face and then try to get back up the whole time this broom is wedged behind your back um there's something new and uh, uh pro move don't do this in a parking lot uh do it in the dirt or do it in on carpet but uh there, there's my gift back to you for anybody who's listening that's about to do their uh, qbq challenge so italian job uh what is our challenge worth trying you know, I think it's as simple as uh, reach out to, if you're a site queue, try to get something coordinated with some guys, you know, splitting up that workout half and half. And, or um, if you've got a region that's big enough that, you know, one side doesn't really go to the other side of the county or to the other side of the city, maybe find an AO in the middle and, and do this QVQ challenge. If you're close enough by to another region, um, just to bring that little extra bit of sauce to it. You know, our guys are better than your guys. My dad can beat up your dad, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Just, just my challenge, I think is just simply find another guy and, and challenge him to, to this. And, and it's, it's more about just getting different groups of guys together and spending some time together and, and getting to know some other guys and, and building out more exercises you didn't know about. It's really not who wins. You know, the trophy is a really nice touch. But at the end of the day, <laughs> and, and, and maybe as part of the show notes, we'll put in River Rat's contact information and, and the picture of the trophy with the winner last year. Because it's, it's when you see Johnny Utah, you'll say, yeah, that, there's a reason that guy won. You can just look at him and know why he won. But the challenge is, is simply this. Uh, challenge another guy to, to share the cue with you and and up the ante, make it difficult, uh, encourage some new men to come out. Um, it's just something new, just something exciting to mix things up a little bit so we're not stagnant and stale. Outstanding. River Rat, can't thank you enough for carving out time. It's great to meet yeah. you on the Zoom. I look forward to posting with you in the gloom. Uh, any parting shots before we say our goodbyes? I don't think so. Just get out there and get after it. Come up with something creative. That's it. That's all there is to it, fellas. If you want joy in your F3 life, lower the bar. Just get after it and give it away. That's All right. right, man. Good being with you. Italian job. You're as handsome as always. Uh, next time, maybe put a shirt on. And, uh, <laughs> it's a web filter. <laughs> as I like to say, be good or be good at it. Love you guys. All right. See you, brother. Yeah, thank you.